house of Milton Jones. In Savannah there's a mansion, scent of jasmine in the air. There's a swing on the veranda, but I couldn't really care. Because the house of Milton Jones is near to where they knocked down the Cardoma. But Auntie Dillis, whose house this still is, says the title's a misnomer. His sister Susan and her husband Ian join Milton at his games. And the toddler twins run around the bins, but I've forgotten both their names. And Anton lives below the stairs in a basement they've had built on. So come along for a while to the crumbling pile that is the house of Milton Jones. Ian, I want to talk to you about something. Darling, I'm all ears. Pass the sports section, Milton. Milton? Oh, have you ever fallen asleep while eating a plate of broccoli? And then woken up and thought you were in a forest? <laughs> Do you know, I don't think I have. But what's worse than that is falling asleep in a forest and waking up and trying to finish the broccoli. <laughs> Do you think so? Take my word for it. You shouldn't be sleeping at the breakfast table anyway. Why are you so tired? Sorry, I was up all night with the mice and a cricket bat. Did you get any? I caught one, but apparently it was a no ball. <laughs> oh, bad luck, Milton. Excuse me, you two. I haven't said what I wanted to talk about yet. Oh, right. Sorry. Yeah. The twins. They're not mine. Ian. One of them's not mine. Ian! <laughs> Sorry. It's their birthday next week. What? Both of them? <laughs> All their class at nursery have had parties this term. It looks bad if we don't. It's as if we don't care. But they're only three. Four. Four. <laughs> anyway, I think we should have a party for them. Brilliant. Can I organise past the parcel again? Although this time I'll probably use more layers. Milton, it was a bag of crisps. <laughs> ah, yeah, but in the crisps there was another little blue bag which contained a nice present of some salt. <laughs> So, how many kids would there be at this party? Well, you'd have to invite the whole class. How many's that? 48. Ooh, posh school. Yes. <laughs> it's been designated a beacon school. Yeah, I remember setting light to it once. <laughs> well, that was an accident. You were only 10. Mrs Wilson never found out it was you, and we won't mention it again. Is Mrs Wilson the head? Oh, yeah, I remember her. She's a bit jumpy, isn't she? Jumpy? Oh, she was in my day. I'm going to jump. The flames are licking the blackboard. <laughs> that kind of thing. Yeah, I think that was probably just the once. Oh. Look, love, the cost of these parties really ramps up. Let's keep it simple. How about hiring a nuclear submarine and going under the Arctic to meet Santa Claus in Lapland, then back by Concord? That was Toby Coleman's party. <laughs> well, it seems to me like everyone's just trying to outdo each other. Well, I'm not trying to outdo anyone. Although I'm sure we can do better than Freddie Johnson's Viking party. Apparently, his dad choked on an ice gem and everyone thought he was speaking ancient Norwegian. <laughs> Oh, we can't compete with that. I don't have enough work on. Well, it doesn't have to be expensive. We just need to think of a theme. If I might just make a suggestion. Please do. Let's all hide. I know. <laughs> Why don't we hold it at the school? They've nearly finished their nice new sports hall. Do we get a discount on it because you teach there? Well, we might. If you give Mrs Wilson a good quote for the electrical work. Why don't you pitch for it? Well, I don't know. Oh, I could take you to meet Mrs Wilson. You need to dress up a bit, or at least put some trousers on. And you're always saying <laughs> you need the work. Yeah, all right. It's not my fault the added the yellow pages didn't take off. But if you call yourself ZZZ Electrical Consultants, <laughs> you're not going to be the first company people turn to. Milton thought of the name. I called it that because it's the sound your repairs make. What do you mean? <laughs> well, when you read the ad, all those Zs make you look like you're asleep. Yeah, well, we had to think of a name really quickly. We almost missed a deadline. Why was that? I got up late. 
Look, if you do a good job on the hall for Mrs Wilson, she might keep me on for another term. I'm still amazed they raised all that money. People did all sorts of things for the appeal. Yeah, I dressed up as Queen Elizabeth the First. How much did you get sponsored for that? Sponsored? <laughs> well, Auntie Didis, looks like we're going to have a kids' party. Oh, it comes round so fast, doesn't it? What, the twins' birthday? No, the ceiling fan. <laughs> Ow! Ian fixed it. <laughs> anyway, it's their birthday next week. Whose? The twins. Both of them? Weird, isn't it? <laughs> They're having a party. Well, we don't want them being spoiled with too many presents. When I was a child, my only possession was a hula hoop. Oh, I had one of those once. Hmm? It was a salt and vinegar one. <laughs> I used to push it along with a twiglet. <laughs> Hours of fun. Yes. Well, we need to think of some games for the party. How about I've got Jack? What's that? It's a game we used to play years ago. Each player started off without a Jack. Then when they got a Jack, they shouted, I've got Jack, and that was the end of the game. Was it fun? No, it was pants. <laughs> now, how about pass the egg? I don't think I know that one either. Oh, yes, you do. Everyone gets in a big huddle, and one person lays an egg. <laughs> it's 15 aside, and they can't pass it forward. That's rugby, auntie. <laughs> oh, well, no wonder that omelette was so chewy. <laughs> <laughs> and we need to get them a present as well. Well, I've knitted them each a vest. But they're allergic to wool. Yes, I know. It's for when they're naughty. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, perhaps we could give them this. Wow, an action man in its original packaging. I never opened it, so it's worth a lot of money now. And that's why I never opened this one either. I bought this 40 years ago. What is it? A pint of milk. <laughs> uh, and what's this over here? A little black box. Oh, I bet if you open it up, it plays lovely music. No, not really. It seems more like the last words before a plane crash. <laughs> Let's look in this old chest over here. I haven't opened this for years. Wow, medals, flags, uniforms. It belonged to Uncle Stanley. He fought in North Africa during World War II. Really? In the Army Air Corps. Field Marshal Rommel. He was a cunning adversary, wasn't he? They used to call him the Desert Fox. Mm -hmm. What he used to do was creep up behind the British Army at night, then overturn their bins. <laughs> so, um, Mrs Wilson, this is my husband, Ian. Hello. Good morning. And I'm Milton. Jones. Present. That was a quick register. <laughs> Milton Jones. I remember you. Didn't we teach you anything? Of course you did. You taught me a love of great literature. There's nothing like getting to the end of a good book and thinking to yourself, ah, there's Wally. Yes. I trust you don't work with your brother-in-law. No. Yes. Um, why don't we go through to the sports hall? Oh, very well. It's just through here. Now, down the end there, we've decided to make an IT room. Well, we can fit that out for you. Can we? Easy. Whole room dedicated to playing it. <laughs> Put in a few benches for feet off ground. And I could probably get some cheap mud for stuck in the mud. I you think like. you'll find that IT is information technology. Oh. It's amazing to think what kids can do with the click of a mouth. I think it's more of a splodge if you catch the mouse right. <laughs> Milton. 
Maybe you're not the right people for the job. No, 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 it's no problem at all. You just need a basic grid frame with spur lines coming off in parallel and triple phase, of course. Um, gosh, Mrs Wilson, Ian's ever so clever. And with the money you save, you could... Um... Replace those wall bars. <laughs> Jones, come away from there. Sorry, miss. <laughs> well, I'm sorry to see that you haven't matured since you left school. Now, I'll just give you an idea of the approximate budget. Yeah, but make sure you show you're working. Milton. <laughs> and here's the number of the main contractor. Will you stop writing now, please? What? Sorry, I've always wanted to do that. <laughs> Milton, this really isn't the time. Um, Ian, why don't you give Mrs Wilson your details? Oh, yeah. Uh, here's my card. ZZZ Electrical. <laughs> what? Is there something funny? No. No, no, it's nothing. Yeah, if you've got a joke, then share it with the rest of us. Uh, <laughs> I'm so sorry. N no, I'm sure you'll be the right people for the job. There. Oh, thank you. Nice one. Mind you, is this room big enough to be a sports hall? It's not ideal, but we've taken so long to raise the money. The last one burnt down 20 years ago. Yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> I mean, to hear about that. The police suspected arson. So did you and Mr Wilson have a word with him? <laughs> I beg your pardon. Never mind. No, the police suspected the fire was started deliberately by some irresponsible maniac. Well, maybe there was a recorder concert and someone just wanted to make London's burning sound more authentic. There was a recorder concert, actually, and that means it was you. I was misunderstood at school. I had lots of brilliant ideas like that. I was a prodigy. Rubbish. You're a fire starter. <laughs> a twisted fire starter. Bother. <laughs> Don't worry, love. We'll come up with something. You didn't get the job, and we can't even use the hall for the party. Everything's ruined. It's going to have to be the local burger place. They bung in the room for free. No, Ian. All the food's pumped full of additives and E numbers. Can you picture what it would be like for the twins to grow up all hyperactive and overexcitable? Milton, get off that sideboard. Sorry. <laughs> Fair point, love. And that's exactly why I always make sure the twins eat up their vegetables. But have you ever fallen asleep while eating a plate of cauliflower? Can't say that I have. And when you wake up, you think you're in the clouds. Right. Of course, what's worse than that is falling asleep in the clouds. <laughs> Isn't it? Milton, this is all your fault. Have you got any bright ideas for the party? Uh, what about the cinema? No way. Not since you took the twins to see the film Seven. I thought that was the certificate. I suppose um, we could have it in the garden, but we'll still need to find some entertainment. A petting zoo. We are not having a petting zoo in our garden. The kids would love it. They could stroke the baby rabbits, feed the baby goats, and everyone could leave with a slice of lamb. Ian, any ideas? Petting zoo. Well, we could put them in front of a video. Only as a last resort. How about the adventures of Sylvester? And Tweety Pie. Stallone in Rambo 3, first class. No! You two are useless. Is there no one I can turn to for help? Hello, Susan. <laughs> I just popped in to let you know that I'm building my conservatory this week. Oh, golly. You say that like you're building it yourself. Ian, don't be so picky. No, he's quite right. I just designed it and did the technical drawings. Oh. Oh, I didn't know you could do that sort of thing. Oh, I dabble. Yeah, so do I. 
I love that game where you pull away blocks of wood until the tower falls down. Oh, Jenga? No, on the estate. <laughs> anyway, there may be a spot of noise, so I've brought round a little Dom Perignon to say sorry. He's the builder, is he? <laughs> what? No, he's bought a magnum. Look out, he's got a shooter. <laughs> Not that kind of magnum milk. Look out, he's got an ice cream. <laughs> One bite and all the chocolate falls off. <laughs> Why don't you take Milton into the kitchen and fetch something to drink out of? Yeah, all right. Come on, Milt. Um, while they're gone, I just wondered if you were needing any help in the conservatory with the lighting and electrical fittings. You mean... Ian's very quick. I mean, look at the job he did with the Christmas lights. Yes. It made for a very special February. <laughs> and, and Milton can be good, too. Um, do any of your team need some help? Well, the glazier said he was a man down, but you can understand my fears. Just give him a chance. It'll be worth your while. In what way? Well, I could stop Milton going through your bins. I thought that was a fox. No. <laughs> what about the dead chickens? Milton. And the, you know... Also Milton. Well, I'll think about it. Here we go, with the glasses. Although I don't know why we're celebrating. Well, Anton says he might like to use your services in the conservatory. Oh, right. Well, thanks, Anton. And he might even get a job for you, Milton, helping the glazier. Well, I'm quite busy at the moment, but I think I could make a window. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's meet Mr Perignon. Told you he'd got a shooter. It's the cork, Milton. Oh. Sir, here's to my new electrician. Oh, Anton. Cheers, mate. And my new glazier. Cheers. <laughs> Sorry. All right, Milton. I didn't want to take you on, but I'm doing this as a favour for Anton. Now, uh, you get started on the panelling under the windows. I'll be back in a minute. Right. This big nail is taking ages to go in. Milton, you see my fountain pen? No. It's just, uh, I don't want to lose it. It was a present from my wife. There. <laughs> so, how's it going, Dom? Jack. My name's Jack. Sorry, I thought you were Dom Perignon. Uh, that's an expensive bottle of champagne. What, just for getting your name wrong? <laughs> no, forget it. Look. Can you, uh, can you just get the rest of my tools? Sure, I've been going through them, actually. <laughs> I managed to hammer that bubble out of the thin metal thing. What, the spirit level? <laughs> yeah, it's just about symmetrical now, although it'd be handy if you had a tool to show when something's flat. <laughs> now, about this retractable tape measure. Yes, uh, that's just the end of it. Where's the rest of it? Oh, I must have snagged it on Anton's front door when I came in. Hopefully it won't... Yeah! There we are. That should speed things up a bit. Let me out. <laughs> no, Milton. Uh, I think it'd be a lot better if you stay behind the panelling. I could die in here. You'll be all right. No. You wouldn't want me to come back and haunt you. Milton, you haven't got a saw in there, have you? <laughs> Maybe. Milton? Milt, where are you? I'm imprisoned behind this panelling. I can hardly breathe. That's awful. Let me get the claw hammer. Tea up, dears. Right after I've had this cup of tea. 
Oh, milk's a bit chewy. Never mind. <laughs> ah. You put your feet up, dear. I'll do it. Give me the claw hammer. <laughs> there you go. No, wrong panel. <laughs> Over here. Oops, oh, sorry. There. Keep going. <laughs> it's all right, Auntie, I'll do it. There you go. Oh, my mistake. <laughs> oh, thank goodness for that. I blame that Don Perignon. Sounds like someone's been drinking. Here, have some milk. Oh, oh, excuse me. So how are we all getting on? I promised Anton you'd be finished by now. Pretty well. Oh, Ian, you haven't even fitted any of the panels yet. Well, we had, but... Uh... Ah, but have you seen Ian's brilliant concealed lighting? No. Look at this. Still can't see anything. It's very concealed. <laughs> yeah, I'll probably have to have a look at that. Well, you haven't got time now. I need you both to come back upstairs and talk about the twins' party. Things have got serious. Sounds ominous. Uh-oh, Dom's back. I'm not selling you again. My name is not Dom Perignon, it's Jack. Jack Daniels. <laughs> so, what's this major development with the twins' party? Here's the class list. What do you notice about the names? They're all called Oliver and Sophie. No, further down. Two vegetarian, three kosher and one eater. No, that's Juanita, the Spanish girl. <laughs> oh. Look at that name there. Maxwell Wilson, so? The grandson of Mrs Wilson. You know who gets on so well with Milton. Oh, yeah. Like a hall on fire. <laughs> well, don't you see? Uh, help me out, love. If Maxwell Wilson comes to the party, then we have an opportunity to make sure Mrs Wilson takes me on for another term. Yeah, if she ever wants to see him again. No. <laughs> I just need to show what a competent parent I am. So there'll be no fizzy drinks, sugary donuts, or chocolate. Well, I'm not coming, then. <laughs> me neither. And the key to it all is the entertainment. Petting zoo. We are not having a petting zoo. We're having a proper entertainer. Now, I delegated that to you, Ian. Yeah. Milton, how'd you get on? Well, <clears throat> I went through the yellow pages, like you suggested, but uh, Ali's acrobats were all booked up, and they hung up when I suggested juggling the dates. <laughs> Artists, eh? Yeah, and I went round to see Biffo the Clown, but he wanted 50 quid an hour, so I told him to get on his bike, and that cost me a tenner. <laughs> Is that it? And the entertainment agency had never heard of a magic Ian. Magician. <laughs> oh. So, between you, you've come up with nothing. Well, what about a Punch and Judy show? Well, that's a bit dull, though. It only livens up when one of them starts hitting the other with a truncheon. It's classic entertainment. Actually, maybe I was thinking of Richard and Judy. <laughs> anyway, there's no way we're having a Punch and Judy show. It's really old-fashioned and crass. Hello, Susan. Would you like me to dust off my Punch and Judy dolls for the party? Oh, what a lovely idea. It's really old-fashioned and nice. Aye? <laughs> so, that's decided then. Anton does Punch and Judy, and Milton, maybe you can organise some games. Lots of inclusive ones that don't get too physical or competitive. British Bulldog. No violent games. No, I mean a British Bulldog they can pet as part of a petting zoo. No petting zoo. I'm definitely not coming. Milton, go upstairs and see how Auntie Dillis is getting on with making all the healthy snacks. Shall I make some dips? Good idea. Sheep dips for the petting zoo. Get out! <laughs> Auntie Dillis! 
Oh, come in, dear. Mind the fan, I'm just chopping carrots for the twins' party. <laughs> Who was that on the phone earlier? Oh, well, I'm still thinking about a present for the twins, and that was Hendon Air Museum. Oh, I've always wanted to go there to see different types of air from down the ages. <laughs> no, no, Hendon's an aircraft museum, and they've got some of Uncle Stanley's war memorabilia on loan, oh, so... Oh, 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 Susan wouldn't want the twins to have a present to do with war. She thinks it makes kids aggressive. Oh, nonsense. It didn't affect people like that when I was growing up. No, I mean, there was no aggression in the war. <laughs> anyway, I'm sorting out my present, and how's your petting zoo coming along? All booked, but I've just got to persuade Susan. <laughs> OK, see you later then. Bye. Who's that? Well, that was Mrs Wilson, although she must have had a sore throat and it, and it was a bit muffled. Is she all right? Yeah, I think so. But it also sounded like she was ringing from a call box in the street. Anyway, um, she was asking if there was going to be a petting zoo at this party <laughs> uh, because Maxwell really likes animals. Oh. I suppose it can't do much harm to have one, can it? As long as it's just a few rabbits and things like that. Oh, hello, Milt. I just popped out. Well, <laughs> while you've been gone, I've changed my mind. Really? What brought that on? By the way, Ian, thanks for the 20p. If it's not too late, you can book the petting zoo. Great. And Milton and I have been putting together a puppet show that's going to blow Anton's away. Oh, Ian, you are sweet. Oh, hang on, it's not violent, is it? Well, there may be a bit of rough and tumble, you know. No one stands in the way of Captain Blowtorch. <laughs> no! Oh, oh. By the way, who's, who's that kid sitting on the sofa? Oh, that's Ricky Saunders. The school bully? Shh. His parents got the day wrong. Don't say anything, there's trouble at home. Yeah, all their clocks are wrong. Now, the rest of the kids arrive tomorrow at two. They'll, um, they'll have just come from Toby Davis's party. It's a carpet-weaving party at the craft centre. A carpet-weaving party? So they might arrive a little late. Late and angry. Well, our party's going to be brilliant. We've got vegetable snacks, dips, no fizzy drinks, no chocolate and no competitive games. I'll be the talk of Northgate. House of Milton. OK, so is everyone having a good time? Susan, I've never heard 48 kids make less noise. It's quite eerie. It's fine. Well, at least one of them's having a good time. Look, he's found a small stick. Take it off him, it might be dangerous. Susan, it's quiet because nobody's having any fun. Little George Parfit seems happy. He's doing his dad's accounts. <laughs> oh, brilliant. Here comes Anton with his Punch and Judy show. That'll liven things up. Right, kids. Here comes Mr Punch. Ow, ow. For goodness sake. What's happening? Oh, I told the kids it was a coconut shy. <laughs> well, go and break it up. Sounds like a job for Captain Blowtorch. <laughs> Put that thing down. Anyway, where's this petting zoo? You went on about it enough. OK, I'll just go and check. Good idea. Meanwhile, I'll distract them with some food. <clears throat> now, kids, who wants a what's-it coloured carrot? <laughs> they don't want to eat rabbit food. Well, there's some pate there for meat-eaters. I tried that. It tastes a bit funny. <sighs> this is turning into the worst party ever. I'm going to be the talk of Northgate. There, there, love. <laughs> I just hope the petting zoo arrives soon. <laughs> that sounds like it. Hi, kids! <laughs> Milton, that's an elephant. How are the children meant to pet that? It's OK, they can stand on the tiger. <laughs> you have to be trained 
to look after a tiger and feed it with special food. I know what I'm doing. I stopped off at Tesco and got loads of Frosties. Milton, these are wild animals. Susan, hadn't you better get these kids away from the animals? Oh, no, they're not coming into my living room. Why don't they all go into my conservatory and they can watch in safety from inside? Oh, Anton, great idea. Okay, everyone, into the conservatory. That's right. Follow me and Jumbo inside. Not you, Milton. But or what? Jumbo. Oh. Are you sure these animals are going to be all right out here? They'll be fine as long as there aren't any sudden loud noises. What's that in the sky? Sort of plane. Looks very much like a 1941 Supermarine Mark II B Spitfire. Yeah, I was just thinking that. It's an air raid. Quick, hide all the air. <laughs> to fly past. I organised it with the Air Museum for the twins' birthday. Hey, look, it's writing something in the sky. Oh, yeah, I gave them the message to spell out. Happy birthday, twits. <laughs> Bother. It looks like it's coming into land. Oh, but the noise and animals. Milton, put those table tennis bats down. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Everyone inside! The animals are going to tear this place apart! Someone do something, Ian! Right. Anton! Don't worry. I picked up a few animal calming techniques when I ran a field hospital in the Serengeti. <laughs> I picked up this tranquilizer gun. Oh, sorry, Anton. Don't worry, Milton. That's quite... Uh... Quick, Bill, have another go! Sorry, Anton, again. I'm sorry, Mrs. Wilson. Oh, did he? Can I? Oh, well, thanks very much. Bye. Sounds promising. Yes, Maxwell had the time of his life. Turns out I may get the promotion after all. Great. What are you doing? Anton's still out cold. <laughs> it says on the dart, Anton will come round automatically after about two hours. Right. So why have you and Milton been slapping him since he passed out? <laughs> Just trying to help. Yes. Stop it! Can I let Ricky Saunders have one more go? No. <laughs> Anton will wake up in a minute. So, have you ever fallen asleep while eating a plate of aubergines and then woken up and thought, none of these baby seals have faces? Oh, <laughs> uh, where am I? We're all in your conservatory. Why are you waving an aubergine at me? Just an experiment. <laughs> Sorry, mate. The place has been trashed. Well, frightened animals will do that. Actually, the police vets tranquilised them. It was the kids what did all the damage. What turned them into such a destructive rabble? Auntie Dillis promised them chocolate biscuits. No. All I said was bandits at four o'clock. <laughs> well, given the wanton destruction and the teeth marks in the wood, it's a miracle all the sheets of glass are still in place. Well, I put them in using the very best pâté. You mean putty? No, pâté. <laughs> I thought the snacks were a bit chewy. Well, it seems to be holding. What kind of pâté was it? Smooth Arden? Pâté de Campania? Duck. All oh, right. No, I mean duck. Mind the glass! <laughs> That was The House of Milton Jones, starring Milton Jones, Olivia Coleman, Tom Goodman-Hill, Nigel Lindsay and Rosemary Leach. It also featured Janet Henfrey and Martin Treneman. It was written by Milton Jones and James Carey, and the music was by Guy Jackson. The producer was David Tyler, and the programme was a positive production for the BBC.
Jones.